What's up guys, uh, my name is Faisal and welcome to Access for Nerds um, 26th August 2021 um, Third time recording this uh, Yeah, I've been, been recording for the last two weeks and somehow um, I forgot how to record my thoughts So anyways, yeah uh, First one, the audio was kind of shitty, second one um, some adjustment tuning also kind of shitty uh, so we'll see third time's the charm I guess um, I hope not it won't come out as shit it'll probably be shit but not as shit um, but yeah that was one hour of my life wasted um, so I guess welcome to this week's episode um, so, yeah, um, w- why I didn't record the last two weeks. So, I've, at first, the big news is in pro wrestling, um, CM Punk returned to res- pro wrestling and he is uh, signed to AW. It's like, as, as was the rumor confirmed. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, the reason that I didn't record because I, I wanted to record last week after Punk debuted. Uh, but yeah, he debuted on Rampage. Uh, Rampage is Friday night, uh, Saturday morning, and Saturday evening is weekends. And me not wanting to do anything on the weekends um, uh, and escalated. Uh, my my uh, procrastination keep piling on keep piling on and as such I didn't do any recording after that um, so here I am now um, so yeah as I was mentioning before uh, CM Punk's back to pro wrestling um, Rampage first 20 minutes was him just cutting promo was fucking a <laughs> it was fucking it was really really good it's just a homecoming tour so uh, put it he put over Britt Baker put over Darby Allen put over all the younger talents in the back so um, and still a god on the mic so yeah can't wait for more progress for CM Punk here's the thing mm. Um, I'm going to go on a negative now since I should be talking about all the positives that's happened in pro wrestling uh, last week primarily is CM Punk but um, I'm going to go on a negative rant for a bit because as of this recording um, it's been couple of half a day couple of hours after uh, AEW Dynamite post punk debut and it was a meh Dynamite for me and for long time fans um, the card was really weak the booking on especially the second half of the show is pretty meh and 
on on another day I, I don't really mind a lot of people fans don't really mind because yeah uh, booking a live show means there will be ups and downs uh, on show quality but this being the this being the show that is directly after CM Punk's debut um, I thought that they might bring out their stronger cards uh, to impress Laps fan to get fans that have dropped off pro wrestling that checked out just solely because of the CM Punk news they might check out Dynamite and Dynamite might try to take that momentum and try to convert new fans in but alas it it's it wasn't a captivating card of dynamite this week and as such it's a bit frustrating and disappointing to for them not to cap not to capitalize on big news of CM Punk to get over new talents don't get me wrong they still showcase new talents but they showcase the I would say the weaker new talents of AEW um, okay here's the thing uh, I'll, I'll be honest here when the Dark Order first debut in, on AEW two years back I wasn't a big fan of them uh, as, a, as pro wrestling fans were we were a bit uh, shitty and, and dismissive of, of them however they they turned it around they, they used what they had and made people care and invest in their characters and made me a fan of the Dark Order um, so with that in mind I thought that uh, I'm not going to make the same mistake again by wholeheartedly dismissing the factory and the Nightmare family outright and try to give them the, again the benefit of the doubt that, that I didn't give the Dark Order but it has been 6 months and I'll be honest it's not doing it for me and, and to the people I've talked to, uh, that is that are fans of pro wrestling, it's not doing it for them too. So I don't want to be overly harsh like I did to the Dark Order, but I think they need to restructure. Tony Khan needs to maybe move them back to dark or something to let them refine back their character their presentation their gimmick and bring back Shida to TV I need I haven't seen Hikaru Shida on Dynamite or Rampage in like a while and they've featured Cutie Marshall and whatever the feud with Big Show is so uh, I'm, 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 I'm a bit bumped out on that because I know that they could do better and 
Anyways, I, I don't want to go too much on the negativity of uh, pro wrestling. Actually, I do. I want to talk about WB SummerSlam. But before that, uh, um, I'll say that I like Becky Lynch as a character. I don't know Rebecca Quinn as the person, so this is just me basing myself on liking Becky Lynch as the character. And that SummerSlam heel turn, it's not heel turn officially yet, but the way they just squash Bianca Belair is left, or oh pisses me off. Less left such a bad taste in my mouth and I've been in and out of WWE for a while I like watch Smackdown and they are big pay-per-views but I haven't watched Raw in a while <laughs> um, but yeah I think I'm, I'm done with WWE for a while um, the only okay storyline for WWE right now is the Roman Reigns reign title reign and the Brock and now with Brock Lesnar coming in that's gonna be exciting but that's about it the other feuds I really don't give a shit about so yeah I've been taking my time off of WWE for a while um, I'll maybe check out what's happening on forums on and on subreddits to see if they manage to do better angles soon um, yeah so it's such it's, the, it's so disappointing for WWE so yeah two negative takes for me for pro wrestling so I'm gonna uh, try to end it on a more positive note which again this dynamite has been meh but the saving grace has been again the punk promo and the punk tease which um, if you didn't know when punk um, was doing his normal CM Punk promo stick he asked if he still got what's left in the tank if he's still the best in the world and with asking that to that rhetorical question to the fans he left that, that bit a bit of a pause for the fan to respond and the fan response was the universal yes chant and with just him saying that that's not his gimmick that's not his shtick that please be patient that just 100% confirmed that basically Brian Danielson is coming to WWE, is coming to AEW. Holy balls, man! We know it's we know it's more or less confirmed, but it's more or less confirmed on dirt sheets and on on the journalist part. But this is basically the most that as an official announcement as they can get. With basically Punk teasing the be patient. On the yes chant, I mean, I mean, yeah, I love punk, uh, but 
of current active wrestler Brian Danielson is the get for me because Punk to me is gonna be enhancement talent top billing enhancement talent but he'll have feuds with people that don't need titles for now to help them get to the level where the few the people that he feuds with will be seen as top class and will be ready for a main event shot but Brian is basically the they can build a whole main event run on his uh, opponents alone so basically all the top matches the in-ring the in-ring psychology that he can pull with basically matches with Omega matches with Christian uh, I'm just salivating thinking about it matches with Marks matches with Kingston matches with Darby and this is just in AEW the big thing that why Brian left is because he wants to work with New Japan people so Brian against Will Ospreay something that he really really wants Brian against Naito oh my god yeah so when wrestling is good wrestling is really fucking good <laughs> um, I think we'll move on from pro wrestling for now because the last four re- episode of my recording is just me gushing about pro wrestling so uh, we'll move to gaming news um, so yeah as of this recording is Gamescom Night 1 has been uh, as concluded uh, some good as announcement um, however yeah I was also contemplating to delay this episode until Gamescom is finished but again if me just procrastinating recording an episode things gonna cascade more and more and I don't think that I'll be able to justify recording anything if if I wait for news every day every other day to drop so we'll just say what's happening now and we'll update again once games not on the next episode when Gamescom has concluded so um, the big the big announcement was basically the release date of Horizon Forbidden West so yeah Horizon Forbidden West was trying when it was first announced um, it was supposed to be um, quarter 4 of 2021 people were speculating it might be delayed and as of now it's been confirmed that it's been delayed to February 18th 2022 so basically from quarter one, quarter 4 of 2021 to quarter 1 of 2022 so not a long de- delay but at least we'll at least we get a definitive date now and even though that this game is available on both ps4 and ps5 um it's most probably been developed with a ps5 in mind and with with the delay i hope that 
PS5 will be in stock more by the time this game is released because if I'm gonna play this game I'm gonna play it on PS5 and as of now stock is still um, it's still on downsides and I'm not gonna give scalpers my money <laughs> um, so other big announcement big announcement for me at least for Gamescom Night 1 was the con confer game uh, of yeah uh, again sorry it was rumored in that during E3 that there was gonna be a tactical RPG or tra tactical strategy game with Marvel characters uh, and now it's been confirmed um, Fire Access uh, is making the Mar Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, game which if you guys don't know the guys that made XCOM new XCOM so I'm excited for that because XCOM was a really great game for me and Marvel is a great uh, IP for me too so if they can nail the gameplay and nail the characters I'm gonna be a happy camper but again um, I'm keeping my optimism in check because yeah I, I was and I, I'm, I am still a big fan of Square Enix I am a fan of Marvel but you know how that turned out so I'll try to keep my my expectation in check um, so, so yeah other big Gamescom news is uh, Halo Infinite is confirmed getting a release date um, December 8th this year so people were surprised that it is actually coming out just one year after the, the delay um, there are still start some issues um, that they say they'll be fixing because as of the release uh, no co-op uh, and map editors for Halo so it will just be single player and multiplayer so um, there is it's, I think it shows that they're trying to push it up before the Christmas sale period uh, and patching up uh, once they actually finish proper proper fixes for co-op and whatnot um, other games for night one not much though because I, I'm I'm thinking that they'll keep the big guns um, big announcements for maybe Saturday the Saturday night news uh, for more hype for more people tuning in um, other things for Gamescom uh, not that much uh, oh yeah uh, Saints Row has been announced it most probably be a reboot because the trailer seems more grounded than what we came to know of Saints Row 3 which is more balls to the wall superhuman stuff but yeah um, that's about it for Gamescom other gaming news is Guilty Gear Strive patch notes uh, has been released um, as a soul bad guy mean I know I got a lot of hate <laughs> soul players get a lot of hate because 
he was such a overwhelming presence of him um, seems that he's been nerfed a little so I hope that that calms down the haters <laughs> um, however uh, seems that they buff other uh, characters they buff Eno really really like massively so uh, Daru in the I think uh, I think the best Eno player currently in the world is gonna have a wilder time with Eno now and other things um, they buff Leo like why but yeah anyways <laughs> there are other things I'm not gonna go to I'm not gonna go into all the details of what the patches are but yeah as a as a soul main the nerf um we'll see how it affects gameplay I hope it is it's not gonna make him into lower tier I think he's still gonna be like A tier it's just not gonna be A plus it's not gonna be S plus tiers now might be S or A plus but we'll see um still that stupid damage on clean dps though so uh we'll see how I, I need to train my clean dps my timing has been being shit <laughs> um other due to your news is yeah jacko has been it's going to be released in a day i'm not going to play her since holy shit the the other so far the all the dlc characters the two dlc characters has been really weird and non-orthodox in their fighting style gameplay and my brain is too small my, I have too little brain cells to be able to maneuver properly a character like Jekyll so yeah we'll see how how the pros do it though so that's exciting and yeah um, also um, Psychonauts 2 came out uh, last yesterday uh, I finished like the first two levels and it's pretty good it's pretty fun so can't wait to go back to it soon um, maybe this weekend I'll, I'll I'll blast through it and finish it I'll also again um, putting in some Final Fantasy runs one or two story quests and dungeons in there because yeah surprisingly not a big MMO fan but uh, FF14 is keeping my attention so I was like he must be doing something good <laughs> uh, yeah that's about it for me for gaming we'll move around to oh yeah to movies and comics since we were talking about uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns just now, so uh, we'll go to Marvel. Um, so No Way Home trailer drop. So uh, No Way Home is Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man three trailer, by the way, the MCU Spider-Man three trailer. Uh, there's a lot of Spider-Man's um, reboots um, the last two decades, which, which makes it prime for the trailer to show multiverse in spider-man because 
spoiler alert if you not seen the trailer at the end of that trailer this they showed us Alfred Molina's uh, dog art which is I, I, I don't know if I should explain it people you know Alfred Molina's dog art is basically from the Rainiverse Spider-Man so and also the tease of the pumpkin bomb and the Willem Dafoe laugh for Green Goblin so that tease is there the Alfred Molina confirmation um, also the tease of Electro so the hope is uh, the rumor is and the hope is that Toby and Andrew Garfield's uh, Spider-Man might be showing up too since again this is a multiverse kind of shenanigans and um, Doctor Strange also uh, is been showing uh, basically second movie will be multiversal of madness so some multiverse shenanigans there and with how how critically acclaimed and successful uh, into the spider-verse was so i think it makes sense if it doesn't make sense it's still spider-man and if it's more spider-man it's spider-mans so if it really doesn't make sense it's fucking exciting so that's what we marvel fans are looking forward to however the only the only downside or the only scary thing is um because it's a multiverse kind of thing and the ominous no way home uh, title card suggests it people are worried that this might be marvel's way to write off spider-man of the mcu and back into the universe which if it that if that does happen i think it will suck um it will like be um step back for M the mcu and for sony in general but again i i don't know contract how multi-billion dollar contracts are negotiated so i'm just a fan so what do i know um so i just hope it doesn't happen and if it does i hope they do it in a meaningful and tasteful way unlike black widow and the cash grab that that is um yeah speak of black widow uh, movies that are coming out marvel movies that, that are coming out um shang chi this really bumps me out because currently shang chi will not be on disney plus and shang chi has been getting good reviews so coupled good reviews with um, movies not being open where where i'm from currently due to again pandemic um i don't think i will be able to catch it anytime soon so i'll need to wait a couple of months for either the covid numbers to get down and things reopen again or for the movie to be moved to disney plus and we finally get to see it from home so yeah this is bumming me out a bit because 
reviews has been really good on them and I'm excited for watching it but since yeah there's no way for me to watch it legally now even illegally it means that it's a cam recording so I'm not getting the experience anyways so um, yeah that's a bit it's bumming me out a bit um, also uh, the Eternals trailer came out a couple of days back for that I don't know how to react because again I don't know a lot of um, what the Eternals are about however in the trailer they showed a Celestial and Louis and who is the most famous Celestial since Celestials is confirmed now in the Marvel Universe the most famous Celestial in case people don't know is Galactus so if this is somehow confirming Galactus in the MCU I'm all for it man and that alone gets me excited for this franchise so we'll see if uh, Chloe Zhao and also Kevin Feige we'll see if they manage to pull it off I hope they do because there's a lot of potential here um, yeah also um, going to TV series um, I think I've talked about Cat Lasso a bit but this couple of weeks uh, if people haven't watched Cat Lasso please watch Cat Lasso it's really good one of my favorite shows that is currently airing and yeah if you don't know about English football culture you still appre you appreciate Ted Lasso still however you'll appreciate 95% of Ted Lasso but the last 5% is especially if you understand that the football culture it is so much better the, the joke to me feel more relatable and yeah so also why I'm talking about Tala so it's, it's, it's a good tangent for me to go to my football topic so um, what happened last week in football news well a lot actually first of all let me top it off by saying that uh, thank you Shaq I hope Leon treats you good and again we'll always remember that cross <laughs> to Genie for the comeback for our Champions League run so yeah uh, thanks Shaq and now with uh, Shakiri not in our books anymore I really do hope Liverpool signed someone for for the start transfer window um, but I'm not as optimistic I do uh, hope for the best but I'm preparing for the worst also because with Shikri gone um, our African uh, players are going to be missing for a couple of matches when they go to the African Cup Nations so basically in January there will be no Salah, Mane and Keita and um, Matip if uh, Cameroon said that he can't play football during the 
Africa Cup of Nations uh, run. Uh, because yeah, you know what happened like four years ago. Um, so I hope we do get at least one either an attacker or an attacking midfielder. Uh, but again, hope for the best, prepare for the worst. So that not much. That's not much news for Liverpool side of things. Um, we won our first two games, which is a relief. But the big challenges for us to go against Chelsea on the weekend. Um, for Chelsea though, they've been. They won against Arsenal, two 0 uh, but Lukaku looks like a monster and Arsenal looks like shit. Here's the thing. I remember days where when Arsenal loses and we all clamoring to go and watch uh, FTV on YouTube. However, um, even I can't watch FTV in their current form because it's too depressing. It's like, it's like kicking someone when they're down it, it doesn't feel good anymore uh, we like to kick people when they're down we like to kick people when they're on top but when they're down it just seems mean <laughs> always punch up never punch down uh, that kind of thing so yeah it, currently it's just making me sad that Arsenal is so shit they won against Press Brom 6-0 just now so on in a league cup so what to do but yeah zero points in two games is big wolf and Arteta is not it guys um, I think for their sake and for the sake of competition in the EPL I hope either Arteta gets significantly significantly better in the next two to three games or Arsenal cut their losses and hire some really big name manager to shit shaking things up for for them. People wanted Arsenal fans wanted Conte in but that also to me proves a bit of a hard sell because Conte as you know is someone a bit mad as a coach so I don't know if he can stand the, the current mediocrity of Arsenal uh, but yeah just want them to be a bit competitive man uh, we don't want a two horse or two horse race or three horse race for the title every season speaking of horses Races. Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in from my previous recording to this one, he threw a fit and stopped training for Spurs to try to engineer a move to City and that didn't happen and now he is backtracking saying that he is fully committed to Spurs now, blah 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 because it seems that City didn't isn't willing to bid the 150 million that Daniel Levy wants them to pay for to Spurs if they want to wanted him to transfer. So I'm guessing that's a relief for everyone else in the 
uh, in the EPL is because yeah, if Kane went to City, it's basically a one horse race for a title every single season. So that's a relief. I do hope uh, this blows back in their face and City. I don't think City will crumble, but I I hope City is shaken, so we might take advantage. Um, what I don't hope though is that for United to take advantage because currently after signing Varane, after signing Sancho, they are rumored to be signing Saul from Atletico Madrid. So Saul was a Liverpool target too. So do hope that he doesn't sign for United. Or if he do, if he does sign, um, he'll be shit in the EPL. So, <laughs> yeah, petty I know, but of all things, I don't want United to start building a decent squad back. This is just me being hypocritical since I wanted uh, Arsenal to be more competitive, but I don't want um, Liverpool, I don't want Liverpool to be overrun, overtook, taken by United soon. So. Yeah, uh, what I'm saying is, fuck United, uh, do not walk alone, and that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, yeah, wait, I forgot, there's one more, there's one more news in football, I forgot, oh yeah, um, Real, Mod- Real Madrid officially confirmed that they are in for Kylian Mbappe and oh shit football is weird man football is now is being I wouldn't say ruined but it's being mental when the amount of money being thrown at football now so Kylian Mbappe has been confirmed that Real Madrid wants him this season and we willing to pay 160 million euros for him but um, PSG has priced him out by saying that he can only be he can only move for 220 million euros which is bonkers for someone with only one year left on their contract so yeah again football business not not football the game itself but the football business of it is so weird and greedy man but that's um, you get the good and the bad so what do I know Um, so to close it off another big um, transfer news I I say transfer in in air quotes because also this might be might be shit, might be whatever, but the big news is also since Leeds City is not getting Harry Kane, um, the rumor is they might get Cristiano Ronaldo instead. So that's fun. Um, I don't know if I want that to happen. On one hand, yeah, it will strengthen uh, a Pep Guardiola team to no ends. However, on the other hand, to see a Man United legend go to Man City, uh, it's it feels like like a like karma basically. It's like you remember when Liverpool had 
a Ballon d'Or winner that went to United, a, a so-called Liverpool legend that went to Man United. I we won't say his name here. It's like Voldemort. But that level of betrayal. I think this is ten times worse for United fans if it, it does happen. So, yeah, on one hand, I don't want uh, Man City to get a world-class striker in Cristiano Ronaldo. On the other hand, he's already thirty-six, so he doesn't have that much left in him, I think. And he's a Man United legend going to their city rivals, so that shit show is. I'm tempted to see how it unfolds. So yeah, I'm I'm caught in two minds on this. Football brings out the weird things in, in emotionally for people here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about it. Anyways, guys, um, that's it for me for this week. Um, uh, again, I I need to discipline myself and try to get episode every single Wednesday or Thursday every single week. I need to train myself on that. So I really, really, really do hope that. I'll be able to record another episode next week on the dot. So with that, I say, see you guys. Peace.